0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever this podcast, we welcome you to another episode of the Genius Cast. I'm Jamison. I'm the Genius, getting you set for your drafts. Drafts are just around the corner because the season is around the corner. We are two weeks away from the NFL kicking off with the Houston Texans taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. We're only two weeks away, that means we have to make sure we are ready to go for the drafts most likely your draft is happening in the next couple of weeks as i talked about in other other podcasts pushing back your draft to about around labor day is what i'm going to be doing making sure i have all the information in front of me um, with the with the uncertainty of what 2020 brings with the virus, with uh, COVID, with everything going on. We just don't know what's going to happen with 2020. Uh, players get test positive, what's going to happen. We just have to make sure we have everything in front of us before we start our drafts. And if you have not talked to your commissioner, or maybe you are a commissioner and you haven't done so yet, look into possibly adding a couple bench spots, maybe adding an extra IR spot. That way we have stuff in place if something happens where players, uh, maybe we have a... Um, a, a an outbreak like we're seeing in baseball off and on when baseball started. Uh, we're starting to see a little more of a containment there in baseball, but you just never know what's going to happen. So making sure you have the extra extra, extra bench spots, maybe having an extra coupled uh, IR spots. I don't hate the idea of doing either one of those. That's what I'm doing in my leagues. Um, but there's plenty of stuff you can do. So definitely if you have any questions on how to run a league, maybe you have a question on your league, hit me up on Instagram, hit me on Twitter. I will answer your questions. Speaking of, of our, our social media, if you've not checked out our website in a while, um, check out www.fantasyfootballgenius.com where we have our 2020 draft kit available. Redraft, Dynasty Leagues, whatever the league you are in, we have plenty of information there available for you to dominate those drafts. Rankings top 250 for redraft, top 300 for Dynasty, deep sleepers, sleepers, bust, team by team breakdown, team by team. Bold calls, that much more in our draft kit. Nineteen ninety-five 95 will help you get on top of your drafts, get on top of your league, so you can show that you are the team to beat in your draft. If you have any questions, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. Today's podcast, we're going to talk about the AFC East. It's going to kick off our divisional series where we break down each and every division, talk about all those teams in each division, and today it's going to start off with the AFC East. Can anybody dethrone the New England Patriots? That and much more on today's podcast. So I'm not going to waste much more time. We're going to go ahead and dive right on in today's podcast. Last year, the Patriots did again what what they seem to do on a yearly basis with Tom Brady. They win the AFC East. They started out strong, started out uh, dominating fashion, but come by week, it seemed like the team kind of uh, started to lose domination a little bit on both sides of the ball. That kind of happens. It seems like their early part of their schedule was very easy, got a little tougher as the season moved along, and it kind of saw the holes on this, both sides of the ball. Excuse me, And we saw um, maybe Father Time might be kind of hitting Tom Brady as he had the lack of options on offense, lack of talent on options that he had in years past. And Father Time seems like it might have started to happen to Tom Brady in 2019. Tom Brady is no longer there in 2020 now that he's in in Tampa Bay. So does that mean Buffalo can sneak in and win this division? Last year they broke into the playoffs, something that may be irregular now that Tom Brady is out of the division. And the Jets and dolphins continue to be the basement teams uh, continue to be on the rebuild mode. Um, I think the dolphins are eventually going to be there, but it seems like the Jets just don't know yet what they're going to be doing. they're both quite a ways away from the other two teams, but I think the dolphins are at least making the progress of we're starting to sh- we'll, we'll start to see that progress this year in 2020 as for the Jets. I think the jets are in a big big mess right now, and I think they have a lot more holes to fill than the Dolphins do to get out of that basement spot. So who do I think is going to win the AFC East this year? Is it going to be the Patriots? What about the Bills? For me, I think it's the Bills. I think the Bills are going to break the Patriots' um, lock of being the contenders for this division. Obviously, you, got, you always have to have the, the Patriots in your wheelhouse to kind of think that they, they, they'll win this division. But I think by, when it's all said and done, I think the Bills do win this division. I have them at 10-6 with the Patriots 8-8, the Dolphins 5-11, and, and the Jets bringing up the rear at 3-13 for the AFC East. Starting off with the Patriots, I think the Patriots are a team that we want to make sure we're kind of keeping an eye on. um, Can they build a new dynasty now that Brady's out of town? They bring in Cam Newton, possibly bring in Lamar Miller depending on his injury. Miller's not the youngest of running backs, but he's another player that we might want to look at in fantasy. And we know they're still being coached by Bill Belichick, so we still know they're going to be a very um, capable option on on a weekly basis. They're still going to be giving up their all. Some people that think that this team was going to kind of tank for Trevor Lawrence doesn't know that Bill Belichick wants to prove he can win without Tom Brady. And I think bringing in Cam Newton proves that they do want to win. And if Cam Newton is healthy, we know what he can do on the field. Giving Josh McDaniels a... Mobile quarterback like Cam Newton might be something that he has not had in his offense and what something he can uh, make special for the Patriots. The one interesting thing for me is James White. I don't, I don't know how much James White I want to have in fantasy. I just don't know what kind of impact Lamar Miller is going to be. Right now, he's on the PUP list. We don't know if he's going to be, uh, start the year off on that or if he's going to be able to start the year or if he can even make the roster as well. So if you have your if you have your uh, drafts right now, I don't know what I would do with James White. That, that, that's why I want to wait a little longer to see what they're going to do with Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller is a player that I definitely th- see. I can see the, him coming in and taking over his offense right off the bat and being a three-down back. I do think he has tremendous upside if he is healthy, and I think he can be a fine option for Cam Newton is, in this uh and for, the, for this offense, but we know what James White is. We know James White con- consistently puts up numbers for this offense. I think it's going to be the same thing, um, barring uh, Lamar Miller taking over the starting role. It's going to be the same thing with Cam Newton. Uh, James White and or... Lamar Miller can be the generic version of CMC for Cam Newton in, in, in Carolina uh, H- Nikhil Harry is a player that I definitely want to keep an eye on sounds like he's having a rough start to training camp but he's definitely a player that I definitely want to make sure I am keeping an eye on for uh, especially Dynasty Leagues I think he does have tremendous upside uh, for Dynasty Leagues this year I'm kind of undecided just because I, I think once you get into uh, Bill Belichick's doghouse and if he does get into doghouse because he's not practicing and he's not up to date um, with his uh uh in shape. Uh, This is definitely something you want to definitely keep an eye on because if you get in Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick's doghouse, it's hard to get out of that doghouse. Uh, one of the biggest things I'm, that I'm looking, for, looking at is Damian Harris, who's going super late in drafts. If Sonny Michelle is forced to miss time because of his injury and if, if he starts the year off on the PUP list, which it sounds like he might start the year off on that list, that's going to leave a big hole for the starting role in this offense that Sonny Michelle leaves. Yes, he hasn't really done anything to come into the year, but we still know that he is the number one option um, as a pounding back for the New England Patriots. That could open things up for Damian Harris. I think Damian Harris is a player that I'm very interested in as a late-round value. Even if I don't know the information right now, I definitely want to take some flyers on Damian Harris. And the rookie tight end, I think with, with the Patriots, they're about the only team that I truly trust getting a rookie tight end involved. I definitely think Asasi is a player that we can definitely see having an impact this year. He's not Gronk, but definitely we, we did see what Gronk did in his rookie year for the Patriots. We know the Patriots can use the, the, their tight end at, at, at a great spot and I don't think it matters if it's rookie or not. Usually tight ends you don't want to have a rookie but uh, there's two or three but I think with Patriots it's a little different in my opinion. The Bills, I think the Bills are going to be a very interesting team. Uh, Josh Allen, I think, has uh, MVP upside. He's one of my dark horses to win the MVP award. I love him for fantasy. I think he brings a very uh, solid ground uh, gr- uh, floor for what, what he brings on the ground. Uh, we know he has a great deep ball. brings in Stephon Diggs. I think Div- Diggs is going to make this offense a little better. Maybe they pass the ball a little more than they did last year, but they still are a ground-and-pound offense that likes to rely on the defense as well. Um, so that that makes me um, interested in, in, in the in the back backfield between Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. If it's me, I'm looking at Zach Moss. I think just because we're, they're both being drafted, I'd rather have more shares of Moss uh, because I think both are going to be like somewhat into a running back by committee role for the Buffalo Bills. I love Diggs. I think Diggs is a is a fantastic option for this offense. John Brown should open things up now with another uh, pass catcher this offense, and we know Cole Beasley is an underrated. Um, safe play. He, he, he doesn't have a whole lot of upside, but he's definitely a safe play if you're playing um, in leagues where you just need you know, some of those deeper, deep leagues. Uh, don't hate the idea of Cole Beasley as an option as well. And I think we're also going to see Dawson Knox be a player that we kind of see what kind of impact he has on this offense as well. We saw it late last year, and I think Dawson Knox is a player that I'm looking to target late in my draft as my number two, number three tight end. And if I take one of those top-tier um, tight ends, I don't hate the idea of taking Knox with them because if everything lines up and he is a player that you can count on a weekly basis, you can turn one of those top tight ends into a, another position on your roster that might help you down the road as well. The Dolphins, I think the Dolphins are a team that we might be able to kind of uh, see improve on a weekly basis um, and, 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 and using improve loosely. This team's going to have a lot of struggles throughout the year, and I think we're going to see how young they are by the way they play on a weekly basis. don't know how many many players we can trust in fantasy this year, but I think we're going to see a team that kind of is on the right right side of of moving in the right direction um, in this AFC East, unlike the Jets, who we'll talk about in a little while. I think the Dolphins are going to have a few games where you're like, okay, I can see what this team is doing, why they did this, why they did that. And I think Tua is going to be the quarterback, not a matter of if, but when this season. I think it's going to happen a little earlier than most do. I think by the time this bye week happens for the Dolphins, I think we're going to start to see this team show their youth and kind of see what kind of upside this offense can have with the young kids that they have. As a wide receiver, I think wide receiver is a little interesting. Devontae Parker is one of the players a lot of people are targeting early in drafts. I think he's he's being overdrafted, in my opinion, a little too early. I think Preston Williams is the player to have, especially where he's being drafted. If if you're telling me I can get Preston Williams a few rounds, I think it's three or four or five rounds later than where Parker's being drafted, I'm going to take that every day of the week. And I think Mike Jasecki is a player that I'm going to target a lot in drafts because I I like his upside and I like what he can do with those uh, options that uh, opted out this year at wide receiver. That's going to open a little more of the slot work, possibly for Jusecki, in my opinion, for 2020. As for the ground game for the Dolphins, I like Matt Brady a little more than Jordan Howard, but we know what Jordan Howard Jordan Howard is a safe option, but he lacks uh, upside in the passing game. That's why I like Breda. I, li- I-, I like to take a chance on those kind of running backs that I'm going to be taking a little later in drafts. I'd rather go with the upside than I would someone like, like uh, Jordan Howard. So give me Breda over Howard if I have to pick between the two running backs. We can make it pretty simple with the Jets. I'm not uh, too interested in-, in very many offensive players on the jets in 2020 definitely don't want to touch their defense in for for my defense this year um about the only player that i'm likely going to be looking to possibly target is chris herndon if i if if we hear that herndon is healthy ready to go no issues i think he is a phenomenal option i think he's a talent that i've been waiting to be um to get in the, have a healthy season has not had that because the biggest thing about him is health. That's a big word to have because he has not been able to stay healthy this year, I mean, throughout his career. If he can stay healthy for 2020, I like the, the potential of what he can do for this offense at the tight end position, especially for someone you're taking as late as Herndon is in fantasy drafts the receivers for me are blah. I'm not a big fan of Perryman. I'm not a big fan of uh, Mims. Mims is one of the lower ones of, of this rookie class, a, a very loaded rookie class wide receivers in 2020. Mims is one of the lower ones for me. I do kind of like Jamison Crowder, um, possibly in Dynasty leagues. If you're in a win-now situation, you can look at uh, Crowder as a possible option to target um, with the with the Crowder owner. Maybe he's looking to rebuild. You can look at some of your rebuilding pieces and maybe look at possibly getting a steal for Jamison Crowder, who I think does look to be the number one option for this uh, passing game in Miami. I mean, in New York, I'm sorry. Yeah, but- but well, I think overall, I think the entire Jets team is kind of a no for me. I think it's just going to be they can't put pressure on the quarterback. Their defense is going to be horrible. They can't protect their quarterback. Defense is going to be able to pin their ears back on this team on offense. Le'Veon Bell the a player that we can look at if possibly, if there's a chance that he might be traded before the season or right around the season starting. I think he's a very uh, interesting option to look at, especially if he goes to a team that is a playoff contending roster. Um, so definitely want to definitely keep an eye on De- Le'Veon Bell news as we get closer to this season um, like I said in a couple weeks I have the Bills over the Dolph I mean I have the Bills over the Patriots to win the AFC East what about the ba- the best player in the AFC East I think it's got to go to Josh Allen in my opinion I think Allen is going to be in for a big year I think they're going to see a little more passing out of the Buffalo offense and I think bringing in someone like Stefan Diggs improves Allen so much um, in this offense I just think That his upside is tremendous. I think he has uh, MVP upside. Um, He's one of my dark horses to win the MVP, as I talked about earlier. And I think his floor with his rushing is uh, the impact for me. I think we can kind of look at Le'Veon Bell, but I'm not a big fan of the Jets' offense as a whole. And if Le'Veon Bell does get moved, I do like him, but he won't be part of the AFC East probably. What about the biggest bust in the East? I think you got to give it to Devontae Parker. I think it's just because of where he's being drafted at and where you can get his counterpart, (laughs) excuse me, Preston Williams, has got to be Parker. I think Parker's being overdrafted in drafts. I think I would rather wait a few rounds later and take his other wide receiver, who's going to be very close in production, in my opinion, for the Dolphins. And we really don't know who's going to be the number one option for a rookie quarterback like Tua, who eventually is going to be getting the starting job because they're going to be out of it early. So I'd rather take a shot on the later player than the earlier player that we're reaching on in Parker. Um, So give me Parker as the bust in the East um, for 2020. What about the top rookie? Um, If we take one rookie from each team, Tua versus Zach Moss versus Denzel Mims versus Devin Assessi, I think it's going to be Moss. I think Moss has an impact for the Buffalo Bills. Tua, we don't know when's going to start. I think it's going to be eventually he's going to start. We don't know when that's going to start. Denzel Mims, I don't know how much of an impact he's going to have as a rookie, especially if they can't get the ball out of Sam Darnold's hands. And uh, the tight end position is loaded um, this year. A lot of upside players, a lot of talented players at the tight end position. I think the Patriots do use their, tight end, their rookie tight ends more than anybody else does, but I think the um, impact for 2020 has to go to Zach Moss because I know he's going to have an impact in 2020 for the Buffalo Bills rushing offense. That'll do it for today's podcast. Hope you guys had a fantastic day. If you do not follow us on Twitter or Instagram, as I talked about, at FansportsGenius on Twitter and at FantasyFootball underscore Genius underscore on Instagram. And our website, as I talked about, www.FantasyFootballGenius.com. Mastermind chat is available, 2020 draft kit's available, plenty of information on our draft kit. If you have any questions on either, give us a, give us a shout on Instagram or Twitter. More than happy to answer any questions you have about the draft kit or mastermind. Have a great rest of your week. Be on the lookout for tomorrow's podcast. We're going to talk about the AFC North, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Who's going to win that division? We're going to talk about that on the Wednesday podcast. But as for the AFC East, it's the Buffalo Bills over the Patriots for me. Stay away from the Dolphins. Stay away from the Jets, and you'll be fine. Have a great day. Thanks for the listen, and let's dominate your leagues.